0: Josh Bertucini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting
1: a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there
0: and die for and play every game like it's my last.
1: It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all
2: right, it's all about the little things. Streaming
1: live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJP.com.
0: You were man on fire last night on
1: the post, <laughs> you've started your day in the right way. Let's talk sports. This is prime time television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini.
2: To you and a happy Thursday. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a Thursday. We're running out of Thursdays. Is this the uh, last Thursday of February? I think it is. I think our next Thursday. Do the uh do the math here. I'm gonna do it off the top of my head and try to figure this out. I think no, it's not. It's a leap year, y'all. Look at that one. The calendar's speaking loudly as I glance over at it. You're wrong, Joshua. We have another Thursday left next week. Okay. But next Friday is the first day of March. Take that for what it's worth. So we're down to the last week of the month of February. And it's great to be hanging out with you and doing some sports as we talk up everything going on under the Razorback Sun in the SEC and certainly pushing out to the rest of college and pro and the wide world of sports beyond. Podbean, YouTube, our website, therealnwajb.com. Awesome ways to find this thing. And if you're doing it, for yourself, on your own time, in podcast land. We got a post-show podcast that posts up for you. Take you know our 90-minute hangout session together and chisel that one in half. Kind of part of the production process every day. Apple, Spotify, iHeart, whatever is out there. Pod, Chaser, Google. Um, we're on all those different format fronts. So find us wherever your podcast is podcast, wherever your podcast audio is posted up. And I think you'll like what we're working with. All right. Uh, what are we working with today? How about college football? Just completely losing its mind. Two days ago, I asked you a point blank. Was it two days ago? Or was it yesterday? Now it's hard to keep it straight. I feel like two days ago, I asked you for your thoughts on the playoff format for college football and what you thought about the expansion that was finally going down. Well, no, it was yesterday. So it was even even quicker in the rearview mirror. More recent than I thought. Yesterday morning, we thought we had it figured out. It's a 12-team format. The word came down that the powers that be, the commissioners, the amorphous committee, whatever it is, who decides things, like the Wizards of Oz behind the scenes in the world of college football, they are the ones pulling the strings they're the ones who are obviously in charge of this thing. And we are just along for the ride. So yesterday they made it official. College football, after years of back and forth, expanding from four teams to 12 teams. teams—a so big jump. You're going to triple down on that. See, I'm one of those old school guys, more like old. Let's emphasize the word old more there. Who remembers back in the day when you weren't even guaranteed a one versus two national championship game? You weren't. If you got one, you were happy, you felt fortunate, but you weren't guaranteed it. That is for sure. So look, at the end of the day, you finally got a one, two guaranteed. That expanded slowly to four. We've had four now for what? A dozen years. It feels like longer. And then we got up to 14. And how long did 14 last? Yesterday, I asked you what you thought about the college football playoff expansion to 12, 50% of y'all yesterday said it was long overdue on the tweets, on the Facebook. 50% of folks saying the 12-team format being official yesterday was long overdue. 30% of folks said, all about that money, Joshua. You have emphasized that point an awful lot. Yeah, of course it is. This is pretty much everything in this world. Got to have some way to uh, establish value and separate the classes, right? Uh, We'll leave the socio-political stuff out of it for now. How about too many games in this new format? 15% of y'all said that. And just 5% said perfect timing. All right, so we at least agreed that it was not great timing. Well, here we are. Here we are. Exactly 24 hours later, and what the heck happened? The college football playoff has expanded again. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. How unbelievable is that, though? It took, what, 100 years to get a 1-2 matchup. It took 110 years, you know, to get a uh, a 1-4 through four playoff. It took another 12 years after that to uh, expand to 12. And then it took 24 hours. So, in a lot of ways, this tells you how jacked college football and the NCAA are because they can't settle on anything. They certainly can't stick with a plan. And there was bickering in the room from the articles that I've read and the sources that I've gathered on this. There was bickering in the room two days ago when they agreed on a five, seven format to expand to 12. So how did they get that done? Well, it's kind of like just kicking the debt down the road in Congress. You're like, all right, I'll let you have your five by seven playoff expansion this year, but in two years, we're expanding it again to 14 and that's how we'll call it. Even you look around the room. You're like 14. We're going to 14 now. I thought we just, have we started playing 12 yet? No, no, you haven't started 12 yet, but that wasn't good enough. So it's moving faster and faster now, huh? So it's 14 today. How many do you think it'll be tomorrow? Oh, you'll right, stay at 14 or they'll go back to 12. or they'll... We don't have any idea what they're doing because they don't have any idea what they're doing. They being the amorphous NCAA tourney management committee. We're talking 80s and salespeople and advertisers and coaches and people who make that money, honey, in the world of college athletics. Chancellors, I guess one or two of them. Academics, different story. My goodness. A lot of... Cooks in the kitchen when it comes to the world of college football. This is one of the wildest things I've seen. For all that hype and talk for years, for the last couple of years, that it's expanding to 12, expanding to 12. And then there was the delay on voting, right? The debate about eh, should they vote now or later? Is this really even the right move? Maybe, maybe we just wait. They finally get together in a room a couple days ago. They agree on the 12 on the condition that they agree on expanding to 14 in a couple of minutes. I mean, you can't make it up. You can't make it up. Now, this whole five plus seven model doesn't even make sense anymore to 12 because what? They're going to take five power car for championships or champions or whatever you want to call it and put them in the pool and then just take the next best ranked teams. A little fast and loose with it, especially when you consider the fact that there are no longer five power conferences in college athletics. The Pac-12 is now the Pac-2. That's not a real thing. Now, it could, you know, agree with the Mountain West to get a little bigger, but 5-7 doesn't work because you have, what, 40 teams in the SEC in Big Ten. Just about 40. That's like half of all the big players in college football. Yeah, you, know, you, you want the ACC and there's a power one, I'll still give you that. That's three. I would argue the Big Twelve, even though it's fourth, has done a nice job of retooling on the plot on the fly and making sure that its its conference didn't disintegrate amidst very treacherous times in the world of college athletics. And you best believe these are treacherous times. Things don't even stay solid for 24 hours anymore. So all the folks are a little giddy yesterday. Sorry, that didn't last. And 2 days later, what do you think about the college football playoff expanding? Again, in 24 hours from 12 teams to 14 teams. We never got to see 12. This is how fast society is moving now. Things get changed, we agree to new rules or we agree to new ways to play games or you know, here's how you're going to make an album and release it. There's a TV show coming out and how you're going to stream it. We agree to new rules all the time. Maybe we're agreeing too fast because every five minutes, the rules could change. And that's a lifelong lesson here. That's not just a digital age kind of thing. The rules in life are coming at you fast. Heck, Ferris Bueller knew that, what, 38 years ago? Moves fast, you don't look around once in a while, you could miss it. Well, yeah, I mean, my goodness. So, a hundred and... 20 years to get to a 12-team playoff format yesterday and 24 hours to get to 14. I mean, it's just unbelievable. What a time to be alive. You think we get to 16 tomorrow? I'm saying, why not just go to 16, man? At this point, I mean, you're knocking on the door. This isn't sarcasm. This is reality, folks. This happened yesterday. Question of the day. Let's get that up and going early. I want to do it. A to Z golf cars. Great to have them on board the show here doing basketball season. We got to hang out for a couple hours, do a little remote work earlier in the week and check out the new spot. They're doing well there. My guy, John Donald longtime supplier of top of the line golf cars and also plug power bikes too. You want to check out his new spot They're in North Rogers. You just, uh, you head North of the airport for about a mile and a half, two miles and you're there and um, they got some great stuff on display Go over and have a conversation. They repair golf cars too. Big fan of A to Z golf cars here in Rogers and appreciate them being on board the show. What do you think of college football's plan to grow its new playoff format, the new format, right? That should have been in quotes. What do you think air quotes of college football's plan to grow its new format from 12 to 14 teams in just two years? Like what? So they can do 12 teams for two years. That doesn't even make sense. Why would you do 12 teams for two years when you already know it's, it's going to be 14 in a second? Nobody's ever going to get used to 12. This all seems a little reckless, doesn't it? Four options up for you to respond to. What do you think of college football's plan to grow its format from 12 to 14 teams? One day later. Uh, four options. Say so what now? What ha- happened was what? Option number two, way too fast, fellas. Way too fast. Get a hold of yourself. We can't add teams every day. At this rate, we're going to have like 5,000 teams in the format. By the time the season starts, there aren't even that many teams in college football. Oh, brother. Uh, what, what about another option up on the board? What do you think of the plan to grow already? 14 is a magic number. Is it really, though? 14 a magic number, huh? Why 14? I've never heard that before. What about 14 makes it so magical? Okay. And then how about a fourth option? Why not expand to 16? That's kind of my favorite one. I'm going to vote for that here quick. There you go. I just voted. Uh, why not expand to 16? That's my vote. What do you think of college football's plan to grow the format from 12 to 14 teams in just two years? Four options. Uh, say what now? Way too fast, fellas. 14 is a magical number. Or why not expand to 16? It's a little rhetorical, a little sarcastic, but I think the point is embedded in the question. All right, we are uh, we're just scratching the surface of a day of sports talk, and that's an opening monologue for you on what's going on in the world of college football. I can't even make sense of this. Why don't you ride out 12 teams for a little bit and see how it feels? Now, on to the next thing. So modern, isn't it? So quick. Our attention spans are just here, gone, goodbye in like five seconds. All right, we'll take our first break in the morning. We got a lot going on. Baseball headed down to Arlington Globe Life. You got three games this weekend. Getting that in our headlines after the break. Basketball trying to win its third game in four attempts. I don't know if you've noticed, but they've actually started to gather themselves a little bit. They get Missouri on Saturday morning, who has not won a game all year. Softball opening up. A lot of things out there. We'll take you through it. Guesswork today. Blake Lovell in 20 minutes. Tremendous SEC basketball writer. We'll talk about the big picture, where things are at as he sees them, and where we're headed down the stretch here, what Arkansas is still playing for. And also Jermaine Petty, who was kind of a good football player. All-American 2001. I can't remember the exact number of tackles that he had in his Arkansas Razorback senior season, but it was a lot. It was definitely a lot. No question about that. So we'll talk with JP at 8.05 about some of the uh, expansion talk as well. All right. Certainly plenty to sink our teeth into, huh? Bright and early. If you're listening live, thank you for making it happen. The real NWA JB here in the Bunka studio presented by Team B Media. Your boy, Josh Bertaccini with you for 90 minutes live, getting the day started, Bluetoothable. Take it with you where you're going. Quick timeout. We're coming back. A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, course cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229.
1: Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet Forget joining a gym Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours At Mock Legal Solutions There is no hourly billing You pay one flat fee for your divorce Call today 479-769-1505 And let's be honest It's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions Real advice, reasonable price Shogun of Fayetteville, for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top-notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With a scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com.
2: Hey, guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art, and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT in his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year, and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49, online, olsonclinic.com.
1: Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461.
2: sports radio audience in the universe. We've been together in Fayetteville now for what, 13 years? It's a while. It's a while. Three years in the River Valley before that. In my first tour of duty in Arkansas. This one doesn't feel like a tour of duty. This one feels like a lifetime commitment. Is what this one feels like. Uh, six months into our new operation. Thanks for being here. Just about 100,000 individual listeners have found the show. Doesn't mean they're listening every day. Not even close. But... That tells you the word of mouth, the consciousness, it's slowly creeping out there. And you can fight that fight in any kind of media. You don't, you you know, change the world or shake up the game. You don't even get people aware of it just by showing up once or twice. You got to do it again and again and again and again and again. Prove it all day. Prove it all night. Then you look up after a few years and you're like, ah, maybe a few people noticed. Hopefully they did. You've certainly noticed. Thanks for being here this morning. Question of the day is up. College football took 24 hours to expand from 12 to 14 teams. It seems ridiculous and kind of insane. It's because it is. That's the headline story of the day. Other items, Arkansas and Missouri getting together in two days, almost exactly 48 hours from now. Very early start. Which I like. I mean, that fits in the morning guy's schedule. But 11 a.m., Hogs play in Missouri. It was not won a game all year. What kind of crowd are you going to get for this one? I mean, I think because it's a Saturday and the Hogs are playing a little better, you'll see a decent crowd. Arkansas going for its second straight win, third in its last four contests. And then he got Vanderbilt after that. So you get the next two games here. What, six and nine in the league with three games to go? This is not good. I did not say it is good. But it's obviously better than what it was looking like it might be for a while there. And now you can climb your way to, you know, seven, eight wins. Perhaps you're completely out of the first four. And you only have to play four games to get through the SEC tournament instead of five. Sounds a little bit more doable to me. All right. Um, other sports items before we go to the phones here. Got Tyler and Bentonville ready to give a take. You got Arkansas-Missouri 11 a.m. on Saturday. Missouri 0-13 in the league. Arkansas 4-9. Hawks should roll in this one. Ladies play tonight at Texas A&M. They're trying to make the tournament. They're 18-9, only 6-6 in the league. If they're going to make the NCAA tournament, they're going to have to win some more games. Mike Neighbors, what are we, year 8? Still looking for that elusive first NCAA tournament win. At Arkansas. That's going on there. So you got women tonight. Guys on Saturday morning. Baseball team ready for three at Globe Life Field. Diamond Hogs will take on Oregon State. The hated Oregon State Beavers. The inflictors of the Bermuda Triangle foul pop that will live on in infamy. Um, And then you get Oklahoma State. And then you get Michigan. Okay. Nick will know a lot more about this team once we get through this weekend. I really do. What else? NBA, second half commences tonight as we get that going. Got a lot of games, too. Phoenix at Dallas on TNT. They're both fighting for playoff spot and positioning. Clippers and Thunder, seven o'clock on the regional bally. Lakers at Golden State, you're staying up late tonight 9 o'clock TNT. I think LeBron's already said he's not going to play for a couple of games here. But down the stretch we go. Also, there's a really interesting article in the Dem Gazette this morning about how the 12-team format will work and how it will be the model for a long time to come. I think they missed the story last night. That's one of those things where a newspaper just gets burned by stuff happening 24-7. So there's an article about the 12-team format. You just throw that out. What else do I have for you? Let's get to Tyler. Softball starts this weekend. There you go. Opens its home schedule. I'm excited for that. Hogs are eight and two out the gates. Illinois State today. First pitch at four. That's some good stuff. SEC last night, Alabama over Florida. Men's hoops in overtime by five. LSU knocked off Kentucky. It was kind of free falling Tom Petty style. By one. I think they beat them by one in both the men's and the women's, didn't they? I think they did. Bad night for Kentucky, and uh, and there you go. All right, Tyler is calling from Bentonville. Always good to get a thought at it, Mister T. What's up, Tyler? How are you, man? I'm good, Debbie. You sound like you've been bailing water, and it's starting to get a little clear on your end, slowly but surely.
0: Now we're trying to figure this thing out every day. <laughs>
2: Saturday. Airday. air day, air day. Let's go. Where do you want to go first? Let's go the the Dennis Jackson conversation yesterday because I know you kind of been chomping at the bit to get a thought in on some of the vitriol between two of my uh, my favorite folks on this show. W- what's going on? Help me out, Tyler. Fire away on that one.
0: Well, I think it's diehards going against diehards. Mm-hmm. But you know, we all know that JC is. A good dude, and uh, he means well, and uh, but I think he, uh, I think he got a little too personal, and it just ruffled some feathers. And so it's just like guys like me that is a sports nerd on your show for the past twelve years, uh, going back to your whole program. Uh, we we uh, like to uh, what we call oh smell blood in the water, so we like to get after it a little bit. And, uh, so, you know, you gotta stand up for your buddies and get after it on, on social media a little bit,
2: yeah.
0: but I think it's all really funny games and, uh, more than anything, cause it's just a game. It's just a game and people take it way too personally. Yeah. I think, but, uh, I think, under, I think JC come at you.
2: I think JC waited a little bit far into the waters of antagonism on that one. He was trying to get a reaction out of people. He picked the wrong day to do it. Tyler.
3: It definitely
0: did. And then some of the words he said yesterday, I was like, oh, man, you did not just say that. Well, I, I just like to, we all know that.
2: I tried to give him a chance to get off the hook, but he kept like doubling and tripling down on the anti-baseball stuff. I don't know. Not everybody's like me and you. Not everybody's like our listeners here. I think most of our listeners here on the previous show and on Real NWAJB, most folks here under this umbrella are diehard sports fans, right? That means we're into everything. You might have your rankings. We all do, right? Like for me, it's basketball and baseball and football. And we all have rankings, right? But die-hard sports fans love everything like you, Tyler. They're into all of it. And then you have some folks. It doesn't mean they're not big time sports fans, but they're a little pickier, kind of like my wife with food. She doesn't eat everything. But she has a couple things she really likes. Like Jackson's pretty honest that basketball is far and away his favorite sport and he doesn't like baseball at all. Well, you might want to keep those feelings to yourself moving forward. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. And a guy that's not like a diehard baseball guy like myself or Dennis or, or Nate and all a couple other listeners on this show. Uh, you got to understand that the game of baseball is different than anything else. And when people say it's just baseball, baseball diehards get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it is sometimes just baseball. <laughs> I'll <laughs> it give you that. 162 games of MLB. <laughs> yeah. And the winner that wins the world series probably lost 40 to 60 games that year. Yeah. It's baseball. Everybody's going to lose. No, I
1: like the, so I like you took
2: beef at that. Down. Give me this though. And I think there was a valid point made by Mr. JC when he said, cause I feel him on this. he said, Yesterday on the show, he said, Joshua, when we were talking, he said, Joshua, you know it's hurt your feelings too. You haven't reacted like I have, but they have been crapping on basketball since like mid-January. So I think that was true when he said that because a lot of people have, appropriately so at times, but I think maybe a little prematurely because you still do have a couple weeks left and the team is playing better. And I don't like this, you know, I don't like dogging on on Razorback teams, period. So this idea that the basketball team is so bad and what a joke. And why do, why do those negative Nellies not get more slack? I'm with Jackson on that. There's been a lot of dumping on basketball lately, Tyler. There has been.
0: And I agree with him 100%. I've been trying to... Uh... Defend the basketball program all year because people have just jumped off the cliff. I understand what he's talking about there.
2: I mean, it's one bad yeah. year, Tyler, and people are acting like they've never been good at basketball before. Come on now, come on. Yeah,
0: and and we've been spoiled the last three years. Yes, right. We've been yes. Yeah. Uh, everybody's like, "Oh, we're back, we're back," and then we have a down year, and everybody freaks out and wants to give us a hard time. Correct. Um, nobody's perfect. And it's going to happen. You're going to have down years. And unfortunately, it's a little bit quicker than we thought at the University of Arkansas.
2: Now, let me and say so this, people too. People
0: are not knowing how to take that.
2: Let me say this, too. I'll take SEC basketball over February baseball. I'll do that every day of the week. So that's just a fact, too. I don't know if that hurts the baseball heads feelings. No, I'll take the preseason games over the conference games. That's a bad look for you to say that out loud. Don't say that. See, I don't like this. In, the yeah. in, it's a bad look for the baseball people when they start saying stuff like that. So don't get suckered nah. into these ridiculous conversations. It doesn't do you any good. Just appreciate the different sports as they come. And let's cut out the infighting here a little bit. I don't like seeing my boys, Dennis and Jackson. I don't like it when they fight. It doesn't make me feel good. I don't like. It's like when my kids fight. I don't like it.
0: You know that game on gladiators uh, where they're up on the stool hitting each other with the right, uh, right with the big old padded thing. I would love to see Dennis and JC do that.
2: I would love to see me and you do that. Well, we could go after it. We would. You know, at the uh, the trampoline park where they have all the kids' birthday parties. I've been there a couple times lately because this is my life now. And they have like a gladiator type thing over there that we could. We, they have something similar that we could use. I think we need to go. Now I've heard. Yeah.
0: But we don't go into trampoline parks. Well,
2: we'll bring our kids to pretend that we're there for them, but then we'll go and do it and we'll we'll fight.
0: Yeah, we, we won't bring our kids into trampoline parks after my daughter snapped her leg on a trampoline.
2: Oh, Tyler, your bones are made of glass. We know that your whole family just shatters walking down the street. It's not anybody's fault. That's right. We do. Don't blame the that's trampoline That's why we don't park. go into those places. The tra- Saves hey, medical hey, bills. Hey, that's a potential sponsor here. You watch what you're saying about the trampoline park, okay? It's not their fault that you're made nothing ma- wrong with it. It's not their fault your bones are made of glass, okay? All right. It's nothing wrong with the trampoline
0: park. It's just a personal opinion
2: outstanding phone call I would rather not die outstanding phone call still doesn't sound great so much better than it used to sound not even close not even close so much better Tyler love you talk soon brother great call yeah man we'll talk soon All right, brother Blake Lovell 14 uh, Southeastern SEC basketball aficionado what do the Hogs need to do in their last couple weeks to give themselves a prayer of making the NCAA tournament is it even possible I will ask him right after this. Stay tight. Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville, a tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary, and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelette, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's, celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, 501-374-7000.
1: Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville.
2: See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric, residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help. Taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Every Northwest Arkansas and North Central Arkansas and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at BlueKangarooPackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696.
0: Everybody get up!
2: you get to this part of the season if you're not catching up with Blake Lovell at the Blake Lovell on the tweets you're missing out because this guy knows his stuff so let's welcome the longtime SEC hoops writer aficionado and friend of the show from 14 southeastern here for a few minutes now what's up Blake how are you my I think
3: it's gonna wind up being eight but I'll be honest like there's also a part of me that wonders if it's gonna be seven if the of these teams play their way out which Again, based on recent results, maybe an Ole Miss, maybe an A&M. Because um, I think Florida and Mississippi State have put themselves in a really good position. Of course, you've got the five that I think are locks. Tennessee, Auburn, Kentucky, Alabama, South Carolina. So it's going to be interesting. I think seven's probably not the number. I think it's eight. But it's there's not much room for error now for these bubble teams.
2: Blake Lovell, 14 Southeastern. Nice to give us some time this morning. He thinks seven, eight, somewhere around there as far as the number of teams the SEC is working with here in the NCAA tournament this year. How about contenders? How about teams at the top that you think, Blake, you've covered this league for so long, you well know there's a separation point between the the great teams and the good teams, and it usually comes pretty quick. How many great teams do you think there are in this league this year? One, two, none, how many?
3: Yeah, I mean, at one point I thought it was three. Uh, I think Auburn without Jalen Williams here for a couple weeks, I think that's going to be interesting to see how they play Without him, and of course, the strength of Auburn's been their depth, so they mm-hmm. may still be okay. I think they've got a chance to hit that level of, of great type team, but maybe it is just Alabama and Tennessee at this point. Because I mean, you know, maybe we would have said Kentucky was turning a corner, and then what happens? They go and lose at LSU. Um, I don't know that a great team would necessarily do that. South Carolina's obviously taking a little bit of a step back last week, um, and then yeah, I mean, Florida. I th- I think Florida's is actually the, an interesting team that could join Alabama and Tennessee because. They're playing really well. I know they lost that game last night. but like they should have won. But, I mean, I think they may have as much upside as a Kentucky, as a South Carolina, maybe Auburn. Um, we'll see, again, how Auburn does without J. Williams for a couple of weeks. But, yeah, I think it's Alabama-Tennessee for the reasons that most people probably know. I mean, Alabama just can score as well as anybody in the country. Tennessee just defends so well. They're still going to have some of those ugly offensive uh, stretches, but they just still they defend, and that's kind of what it comes down to. So, yeah, I think it's two right now, but again, I wouldn't throw out Auburn just yet. Um, and I just, I don't know if Kentucky can get there the way yeah. they felt they could maybe two weeks ago.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on Kentucky. looks like they've kind of spit the bit here of late. I think you're maybe undervaluing Auburn just a little bit. I know that they've had some ups and downs here of late. You mentioned the injury, but they are so deep. Yeah. And when they're right and rolling, I mean, that seems like a team that can make the Final Four to me.
3: If if there's a team that can, you know, again, you never... Hope for an injury for anybody, but if there's a team that can overcome an injury to a key player, it's Auburn because it's just yeah go ten. Yeah, so it's just so I, I think the only thing with Auburn is I said at one point I was like I don't really see an identifiable weakness with Auburn. I think now we see it at the three point shooting. So as long as they don't get a little too happy from three, which I think they do sometimes, mm-hmm. um they're going to be fine. Because as you know, that front court is just it's impossible to deal with. So.
2: All right, um, and then there's Arkansas. I mean, Blake, we, you knew we were going to get here. I mean, you're on a show in Fayetteville here. its uh, It's been tough, and I'm not saying we're spoiled, but kind of. The last few years have been so fun and so good, especially in the tournament. Now, I don't know. We're going to see a tournament team this year. It ain't looking good. 500 overall at 13 and 13, four and nine. And yet it's taken them winning two out of three to get to four and nine. The schedule does open up a little bit, Blake, with Missouri and Vanderbilt the next two games. But is there a path for Arkansas to get to the tourney bubble? Is there a path or no?
3: I just don't see it. And the reason why is because of something you just said. And that is the fact is they still have to play Missouri. Mm-hmm. as we know those it'd be nice to have like alabama's remaining schedule where i think alabama's going to play nothing but tournament teams the rest of the way mm-hmm. but the problem is you know for arkansas you're going to probably play three out of five which are missouri vanderbilt lsu are not going to be tournament teams they're not going to do anything for your resume and then it's like okay how much pressure does that put on you to have to go win in kentucky and have to go win in alabama which is just going to be very difficult to do so I just don't see the path um, because, again, as we say, I just the problem is even in the net and all these other rankings. When you play bad teams, even if you beat them, it's still going to hurt you. And so I just I don't really see it unless they were to win the SEC tournament. I think that's the only way at this point. um, Because right, too, it's even if they won out, they'd be nine and nine in the league. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think you know. Again, a lot of those wins, two of those wins have come against Missouri. You know, two have come against a And M. Who may play their way out. And so when you start looking at the quality of the wins, I just they wouldn't be there.
2: Well, hold on. So the last the last couple games, Blake. So so we know the the trashy opponents. You have to beat them, but that doesn't help you. I agree, Missouri and Vanderbilt. But then at Kentucky, that doesn't help you as much as it would have a few weeks ago. Home LSU, they're playing better at Alabama. I mean, if if you if you win all those games and. When a couple in the SEC, you're not buying anything I'm selling here. So they're going to have to go to the they're going to have to go to the SEC tournament and win the whole thing if they want to make the NCAA tournament. That's what they're going to have to do. I
3: just think their net's like 120 right now. Oh. I mean they they got to jump probably 45 or more spots, and I just don't see it happening. Like yeah. I said, they're they're probably going to drop spots over the next week playing Missouri and Vanderbilt even if they win. So. Yeah, that's the big issue right now for Arkansas.
2: Mm, the Blake level, and he doesn't get to be the Blake level without a reason. He's keeping it real, much like we try to on the show. He's not going to sugarcoat it for you. You're going to need to win the SEC tournament to get in. I wonder if Musk would even be interested in the NIT right now. What, what do you make of Arkansas's struggles? They're actually playing better of late, but it seems like their whole rotation just never really gelled, never really crystallized this year. Blake?
3: Yeah, you know what I mean. Musk has said the same thing. It's yeah. Like, He's just—he's just trying to find the rotation. Clear that there just has not been yeah. one. I think that has just been so way ahead of the others that it just stood out to us. Like he has to play that rotation because it feels like every night it's something different. Um, and I think that's been probably the biggest frustration. It's just you feel like you built a really deep roster and you just don't know what combination to go with. Correct. It's just it's not panned out. And you know we have talked about this over the years. And of course Musk was the leader of the transport portal era and all that. He was at and everything. But the thing we've always said is even like when Cal was building his teams with freshmen only, you just you have a bunch of guys who just have not played together. And you just don't ever know if the chemistry is gonna be there. We can guess and say the talent's there, but if the chemistry's not there, what does it matter? And so that's just been the case with this team. It just it has not been there for whatever reason
2: what percentage chance do you think must is, is back next year? You think it's better than 50, 50? You think it's worse than 50, 50?
3: Oh, I, I think it's better than 50, 50. Um, and you know, I, I think the strong finish, which I think, mm-hmm. like we said, is very possible. Only helps that. Um, because yeah, I mean, you, you know, you've heard all the, the rumors and all the, the scuttlebutt and everything about, you know, he could go here, he could go there. um, and it's wild to think we're even having that conversation after yep. the past several years.
2: But yep.
3: it is what it is. Uh, I, I think it's higher than 50%. And I think, again, they've got a chance to kind of go on a bit of a strong run here. and Maybe that gives them a little momentum. Only in the next season, but as I always say, when you're a coach like Eric Musselman, you've achieved the things you've achieved. You've been the last SEC team standing for the last three years of the tournament. You never know. I mean, there's, somebody's going to throw a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about
2: the deal. So yep, so, yep. So if you're Arkansas and you want them, give them that money because that'll keep yep. them here, right? That speaks loudly.
3: Yep, Blake, flat money if you're Arkansas. Yep. So right,
2: yep. right. Make make the move if you want them at the Blake level on the tweets. 14 Southeastern. This guy is college basketball gold. Longtime friend of our programs. Really appreciate your. Your classiness, finding time for us, Blake. And when we holler at you here in a few weeks, we'll be talking uh, SEC tournament and beyond, okay? Have yourself a great rest of your weekend, okay? Thank you, Blake.
3: You got it, my friend.
2: Thanks. All right, good spot out of him. And look, I think a lot of real thoughts about the big picture for Arkansas Razorback basketball. You're playing for some kind of stability, some kind of sense of personal pride, and perhaps, as Blake lays it out there, you're playing for the future of your head coach here at Arkansas. If you end the season on a really bad note, it does not do you any favors in terms of bringing him back into the mix next year. So you need to do everything you can do right now to make this thing click, to make this thing work. And I hope Eric Musselman is back next year for one. I do. All right. um, Question of the day today. What do you think of college football's plan to grow the new playoff format from 12 to 14 teams in just two years? We're going to have 12 teams twice, and then we'll go to 14 teams for I don't know how long. Maybe a year or a minute or something. Four options up for you on the board. First couple hundred votes coming in here, Twitter and Facebook. Why not expand to 16, getting half of the vote on Twitter? Way too fast, fellas. 30% say, what happened now? 20%. And 14 is the magic number, getting 3% of the vote on the X. Let's swing it over to the Facebook crew. Jack writes in, say what now, JB? I thought they had to just... Exactly. Exactly. What about my guy, Darren? Let's make it 68 like basketball, Josh. We'll play until May. It'll be fun. Say what now? Clay. I don't know what they're thinking. Can we not see how it looks and feels before we add more teams? That's a good one out of Clay. Like, I don't understand. Why why don't we try twelve? BT. I don't understand how 14 teams is supposed to work, to be honest. It seems like an odd number to choose. Well, they'll just do like the seven teams in each conference, BT. So they'll in uh in the NFL. So you'll have two teams with buys, right? That gets you down to 12 teams that have to play in that first round. Have them play each other. You're down to six. Six plus two is eight. So it'll work. The math is there. Joshua, Mr. JJ, says, JP, there will always be opinions on how to change and tweak it. College football fans are a passionate, rowdy bunch. Well, that's true. But how about it changing in 24 hours, JJ? Come on now. Maddie. six teams would have been the golden number. Bowl games would still have been relevant. Too much of a drop off after that. So many players checking out 12 and then 14 too many teams and too many games. Shawnee, why not just go ahead and expand to 16 today? (laughs) Right, Sean, that would make sense too. Makes me think they already know the 12 team formats going to be a train wreck. Tyler teed ups. I think it's way too fast. Joshua, why not gradually expand or take time to look at it before going up to another number? Y'all are crushing it here. Good responses. I'm just stunned at how quickly this is all happening. Even in this day and age, when I've come to expect it, I remain stunned. Strong show today. Really appreciate every last one of you finding us, hanging out for a bit, as we talk some Razorback basketball and college football. And I'll do some baseball talk too. Top of the hour break. We are coming right back. Thank you so much for being here, my friends. Appreciate you. It's Josh Bertuccini on the Real NWA JB, presented by TV Media, Bunker Studio. Here
1: we go.